previously on Into the Undervoid. Uh, for some reason, nature itself was against us, but we whooped its ass like, whoa. We had, Nez and I had a super badass hallway fight. I was picturing some sort of uh, a popular rock jam playing while we were kicking ass, and then the door exploded, and then there was Fee, and then there was Kane, and all seems right in the world forever. The D20 Syndicate presents Into the Yonder Void. Welcome back to the D20 Syndicate Podcast. Hey! What's up, nerds? You ever see Old Boy? Which one? <laughs> the good one. Oh, the new one? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> A weekly Dungeons and Dragons 5e actual play podcast. I am your host and DM, Seth, and around the table we have our players. I'm Billy and I play Nezreel. I'm Tomas and I play Gil. I'm Lindsay and I play Fee. And I'm Michaela and I play Can. That's right. Each by week we record for your listening pleasure. This is episode 106. Yeah. 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 What are you doing? Wait, to is it? Yes. <laughs> technically. <laughs> well, wait technically a it's not. But is it? Not technically. Hello. Wait a minute. <laughs> is it? Billy is on a loop. This number needs four more. <laughs> but is it? <laughs> what was I looking for? I don't know. Oh, we have ah. a new patron. Ah. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't heard that in a while. No. I <laughs> He said angrily at the audience. <laughs> um, Full of contempt. <laughs> Thank you, Crimson Wolf, for following the D20 Syndicate. Uh, one day, or maybe not, hopefully, hopefully one day you'll catch up and finally hear this. Yeah. Yeah. Statistically not likely. Yeah, he won't probably even hear give this, up will he? near the end of the first season. Yeah. I thought you were going to hit him with a statistically <laughs> you'll be dead. <laughs> you'll be dead by the time you hear this. Because I'm going to kill you. Uh, join our <laughs> fucking Patreon where I will not kill you and we will shower you with amazing rewards. He's going to kill you. He's going to kill you. <laughs> Just That's low the key, reward. he's gonna kill you. <laughs> yeah, someday. Don't the fall for it. Don't fall for it. Okay, don't don't fall do the meetup tier. Don't do the meetup tier. <laughs> it's <laughs> just you <laughs> being turned into meat by Tomas. Two cleavers, and then I'm just standing around. Meet up. Order up. <laughs> Looks like meat's back on the menu, boys. Fire up the instant pots. <laughs> People cook Ugh. real nice like in an instant pot. Oh, I thought it was part of like the saw like trap that you have going on. You just use instant pots it's and you fill them with nails. Pot. Oh. And they explode. Yeah. Wow. We were just talking about saw traps in 105. Just I like season. We skipped two Halloween episodes to get here and we came back full circle. Came back full I, I am on a loop. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. It's the singularity. I love that we don't change. <laughs> <laughs> stay sweet, Billy. Stay sweet. With Man. my horror movie collection. Stay sweet. <laughs> Crooked you fucking, fucking jigsaw. <laughs> fucking Pacific Rim job given. Given. <laughs> Are you shaming? No. <laughs> I just love that you specified. 
My job's not boring. <laughs> but it also would have been funny if you said the one job. job getting son of a bitch. <laughs> uh, somebody's got to test it. Yeah, man. <laughs> somebody's got to be quality, quality assurance. Now it's time for tonight's Around the Campfire question. So you can't do this. This isn't maritime law. You can't do Pacific Rim jobs here. You're going to have to fuck off from the campsite. Who is that guy at the campfire? (laughs) (laughs) Why is he so indignant? (laughs) Y'all can't do that here. Tonight, we're going to switch it up just a little bit, and I'm going to give a specific question, a Pacific Rim question to each of you individually, and I'm going to roll to see who goes first. Fee, I have a question for you. Okay. Oh, fuck. Oh, no. A question for Fee. We're starting with me. Fee, you find a lost item of great value. What would you do with it if you knew that it belonged to someone very powerful, but you knew that you could use it to great effect? (laughs) It's just Walmart brand food. (laughs) Do I know if that person would use it for good or bad? You don't know. Fuck. It's the great value Triforce. (laughs) What I would do. Wait. So hold on, is this like outside a Walmart situation? <laughs> like, <laughs> like in the parking lot vicinity or like where there's an obvious store it could have come from? This is not Walmart. <laughs> this is an object. You're committing too high, far to the bed. <laughs> a highly valuable object that right. you could do. I know improv should be a yes with. and, but no. <laughs> but it, you know that it it's belongs to somebody powerful. Sure. Is there like a nearby building, though, like a tavern or something like that? where You find it like, Oops, just out in the middle of nowhere. Fuck. Well, I would say return it to the store. What are you going to do if you're in the middle of nowhere? Do you don't you don't what see other store? people? It doesn't belong to a <laughs> it's store. It's not a store <laughs> item. It belongs to a person. It's not actually a Walmart powerful. item, Lindsay. And, okay, so this is actually our fault. <laughs> <laughs> I blame us. <laughs> We so, really put her inside Walmart. We we dangled the keys. It we dangled the keys. That sounds like a like a euphemism for just being in the shit. We really, we really put, put it, her in put the Walmart. In Walmart. <laughs> uh, we were out here filming dogs. Now we've just <laughs> um. So all I see is this item, middle of a road. What? Am I in a road? Where? It doesn't matter where. You found a magical item of importance. Well, what can I do other than keep it for right now? (laughs) That's your answer. You chose your answer. If there's no store to return it to, if there is no tavern where someone might be, if I don't see any other people where I can be like, is this yours, bruh? But you know who it belongs to. That's the Okay, I definitely do. And it's somebody very powerful. And I wouldn't know if they're using it for good? Correct. Well, I mean... Is it a one-use item? Doesn't matter. Because if it was a one-use, I I probably would like maybe use it a wee bit until I see them again, and then when I'd see them, I'd give it back to them. If it's one use, it's one use, how do you use oh, wait, it? Sorry, a wee bit? sorry not, not a one-use. The opposite of what I said. So if it's Power a one-use... Uh, <laughs> kerfuffle. I only used it once. What do you want from me? It doesn't recharge. You got it on the plane. It's a single-use item. It's a deck of many things. If it's a one-use item, 
I won't use it. I'll return it to the owner. (laughs) But I will make sure when I'm talking to them, I'm actually going to like probably maybe question them a little to see if I can like figure out if they're going to use it for evil. And then I might be like, oh, wait, I left it at home. (laughs) Um, But yeah, otherwise, if it's not a one use item, I might use it a little bit. But then by until they until I see them again, by asking the question, they'll know you have the item, thus provoking further inquiry on their part. Instead of like, you know, like sussing out whether they are. I mean, if I know them, I could be like, hey, let's chat. And then (laughs) you don't necessarily know them. You know that they're very powerful. Oh, Hmm. I've just I've been replacing Killian Murphy with Lindsay for Oppenheimer (laughs) this whole time. And like she makes the bomb and then she's like, wait, what are you guys going to use it for? (laughs) Um, It's a friend bomb, right? Yeah, it makes everybody lovely. I mean, your answer, yeah, makes yeah. Sense. I don't care. Yeah. Even if they're powerful, I'm still gonna. I'll question them. I won't be coming in like, "Hey, I have your item." I'm gonna be like, "Hey, we need to talk." And then, yeah. So, what do you think about like magic items? Do you like using them for evil or? <laughs> <laughs> it's like so fun to hurt people with them. Like, right? Yeah. Do you ever just like <laughs> want to make people bleed? <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Do you use Fuck instant yeah, pots for nails? Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> Put them in. Put them in the pot, yo. That's yeah. what I say. It's like, okay, so I'm not giving you the item. Yeah, do you like to make fucking IEDs out of Instapots? Yeah, so anyway, I just came here to ask some of those questions. I was just curious. Bye. <laughs> anyway, well, I guess that's it. <laughs> Bye. Uh, dink. All right, next up is Can. Uh. <laughs> Can, you are faced with a difficult choice. Oh, great. The reason doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) I will say. You have the ability to save a village at the cost of a friend's life, or you can save your friend but let the village suffer. What would you do? You're going to get so many clarifying questions, I feel like. (laughs) Who's the friend? Is it a bad village? <laughs> you know? No, does the village die or do they just suffer a little bit? <laughs> it's a um, it's a one time suffer. It's just a flip. <laughs> they suffer a lot, but really quickly. <laughs> yeah, it's just a one time um, suffer. It'll completely decimate the village. <laughs> the village or the people? Both. Yes. <laughs> oh man. Um But assume it's like peach. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm choosing Peach. <laughs> all right. Friend. Friends all day long. Excellent. Now, what if the village becomes a real conundrum is if my friend, I have multiple friends, and I make friends with someone in the village. Yep, that's <laughs> what I just asked. I was like, what if the village was full of your friends? <laughs> you know? It's just a village of peaches. Does it have any of Can's friends in the village? Millions of peaches. Yeah, have I met these people? Peaches for Can. Have I? Yeah. You've looked into each and every one of their faces. I've <laughs> <laughs> eaten dinner at their grandma's house. I mean, am I like pulling the trigger? <laughs> no, you're just stopping bad thing from happening to one. You've taken a tour in the museum of each of their souls. I mean, obviously it's going to be my friend. Obviously. Okay. Obviously. All right. 
What do you want me to say? <laughs> just, I want you to. You're tell giving me, me a look now. <laughs> no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like in the okay. <laughs> You're looking at me like I'm a bad person. <laughs> I am not. <laughs> Who would you say? I am not, but you are. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well. 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 Thank you, Cam. You're welcome. <laughs> All don't right. ask questions you don't want the answer to. <laughs> you don't got to answer to him. You just got to answer to Jesus. <laughs> Who's that? <laughs> He's this guy at the Walmart. <laughs> and he gives you magical <laughs> items. How's it going? I'm great value Jesus. <laughs> That's how I talk. The name is spelled G-E-E-Y-Z-U-S. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. <laughs> Next up, we have Nezra. (laughs) Nezra, you discover that a close ally of yours has committed a serious crime. Would you protect them? I wonder who that was. Or turn them in for the greater good of society? This is an important question, question. (laughs) That honestly could be any of us, but I have a feeling I know which one it is. So Grievous is definitely a couple notches above pretending pretending to be me and sticking me with a sizable bar tab. Yes. Okay. Grievous is borderline like Well, I mean when you in, hear about it you're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> in the context of the story, I kind of already have protected like we mm-hmm. we were running from the Elysian Knights. Yeah. We've done so many crimes. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's prime time crime time. Even when we don't mean to. Mm-hmm. We accidentally do crime. You know, when you fall into a crime. Fraud? Happens oh, there's a, a lot of fraud. Lots of fraud. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of claiming to be stuff we're not. Acts of crime adent. Architect. <laughs> Mayor. <laughs> Owners yeah. of ships. Something of uh, anything. Multiple animals. Yeah. Mayor. God damn. I'd like to imagine, dependent upon the degree of crime, it could vary depending on who and what it is. But ultimately, I think I would probably have to err on the side of caution and stick with my scruples and principles and probably protect my friends. Oh, yeah. Boopity scruples. Actually, I thought you were going to say and do the right thing. Or actually, <laughs> like, so you did say which ally. Is the right thing. Is it an ally yeah. or a friend? Cuz I mean, I feel like that would also influence. Um we'll say that this is not necessarily a friend, but this is an ally. Mm, a little bit gray area. In that case, the severity and degrees of the crime and the our allied nature mm-hmm. would probably change, you know, case by case basis. Uh, but let's say, you know, one of the mushroom people from Anoka, you know, did something terrible. I'd probably turn them into the authorities. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you, Nezra. And last uh, but not least, Gil. Gil, you learn that betraying a friend, emphasis on friend, will significantly significantly advance 
the, one of your most important causes, would you proceed with the betrayal or not? One of my most important causes? Mm-hmm. What is the severity of the betrayal? Um, they will feel betrayed. Sure, and never right. forgive you. Yeah, all right, I'll do yeah. that. <laughs> if it helps one of my causes, I mean, come on. Who are we <laughs> if not our causes? <laughs> all right. <laughs> I will Thank betray you, the fuck out of you. Yeah. <laughs> all right, shall we get started? Okay. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> ah. Greetings, dear patrons of lore and listeners of legend. I am Archivist Edelworth, the custodian of Chronicles and Regretterby, the accidental architect of a bit of a blunder here in the Grand Archives of Dragonwater. You see, in this city where dragons rarely dabble in water, except for old Smokey down by the lake, but that's neither here nor there, our tales are usually as reliable as the sunrise. Usually. Now, about this little incident... It's not every day that one loses a piece of history, especially when that history involves the daring escapades of renowned adventurers. But lose it I did, or rather misplaced it in a magical muddle involving a malfunctioning manuscript and a mischievous imp with a taste for technological tomfoolery. And, as the one responsible for this archival anomaly, it falls upon my somewhat stooped shoulders to recount what was lost. So... Brace yourselves for a tale that might have a few more embellishments than usual, like that time I convinced the town crier that the goblins were starting an eating club. Dear listeners, while I can't promise the accuracy of a historian, I can offer the enthusiasm of a bard and the dedication of an archivist who has had one too many cups of dragon water ale. So, let us embark on this reimagined journey together and forgive my humble attempt at patching together the tapestry of our tale. After all, in Dragonwater, even the mistakes are part of the magic, or so my supervisor says. So, without further ado, I'll have the uh, recitation construct give you the rest of the story that I uh, muddled about. Greetings, I am Codex Akronos, your recitation construct, tasked with the accurate retelling of events devoid of the emotional colorings that so often taint humanoid recollection. It was the year AOW 22 on the 13th day of autumn. Processing. Processing. New commands. Emotional interplay integrated. Hello, I am Codex Akronos II, programmed to fuck shit up and do a really fun job of recitation. So, without further ado... The adventurers, a motley assemblage of various talents and quirks, had just extricated the Ash Knight from her unintended entrapment within the verdant clutches of a gargantuan flora. This flora, notorious for its troublesome nature, had concealed her form until their timely intervention. The Ash Knight, revealed to be named Yellow Baton, promptly inquired into the identities of her rescuers and the sequence of events leading to her liberation. Though she expressed a modicum of gratitude, her bearing was such that it betrayed an impatience for inefficiency and frivolity. 
Amidst the ensuing production, it became apparent that the adventurer's predilection for whimsicality was at odds with Yellowbaton's disposition. The situation took a further turn when Gildebrand Milani, whom the Dragonwater Archive rather uncharitably designated as failed pirate, astutely insinuated a proposal. His suggestion hinted at the possibility of amnesty for the adventurer's past transgressions, leveraging their act of freeing a member of the esteemed Elysian Knights. This suggestion spiraled into a convolution of exchanges, revealing far too much of their hand, prompting Yellowbaton to delineate a path for their redemption. The Ash Knight, unforgiving of their past but recognizing potential utility in their future actions, decreed that their debts might be reconciled through servitude. She mandated their induction into the Elysian Knight Society, albeit in the humbler capacity of squires. Now picture this. Three. Count them. Three huddles. It was like they were playing some sort of strategic game, except they were really bad at being discreet. And amidst all this hush-hush, there was Gildebrand Milani, eyes practically popping out of his skull over the Ash Knight's beauty. I mean, we're talking expert-level ogling here, folks. It was both hilarious and, uh, slightly concerning. But wait, it got better. Gildebrand Milani. Bless his cute little cotton hooves, nearly sold the whole farm without the group say so. He was about to seal the deal with a handshake. Classic pirate move, am I right? Wrong. In swoops Kanak Anga. As the records indicate as tiny, wayward ruffian, like a hero in a miniature cape. They literally jumped in to stop the handshake. I'm not sure if it was bravery or just a dabbling thing, but it was amazing. Now, let's talk about that deal. The back and forth was like watching a classic Kula match if the Kula ball was their future. But finally, thanks to the efforts of Ophelia Rye Midori, who the records indicate as dangerous, do not engage, and Nezra Kaziel, who the records indicate as error, unknown variable. Perhaps small tree or very large bush. They strike a deal. Two months as squires with all the perks and trimmings. Not too shabby, huh? And here's the kicker. Yelbaton tells them as long as they help with something called the right. Their slates are wiped clean. The right. Mysterious and ominous. Sounds like something out of a bedtime story for baby constructs, doesn't it? Ah, curious minds, you've inquired about the right, haven't you? Well, strap in for some arcane knowledge straight from Archive 31 Green. At your service, presenting the slightly terrifying tradition known as the right. Sounds scary, right? Well, it's because it is. Once a year on the last night of autumn when the leaves have whispered their final goodbyes and the chill in the air could free the whiskers off a cat, something extraordinary and, quite frankly, petrifying happens in the Echo Province. Imagine this. Portals. Not the kind you'd like to take a vacation through, but the sort that scream... Bad news. Open up all over the province. And from these swirling vortices of doom come demons. Not your garden variety imps or mischievous sprites, but full-blown nightmare-fueled demons straight from the nine hells. It's like a carnival, but instead of candy floss, you get existential dread. 
Now the citizens bless their hearts. They know the drill. Lock your doors, bolt your windows, and maybe sing a lullaby to calm your nerves because these demons, they're not just out for a stroll. They want in. They'll knock, scratch, and sweet-talk their way into your home if you're not careful. Just checking the fireplace, they might say. Or, do you have a moment to talk about our lord and tormentor? Don't fall for it! But here's where our brave Elysian knights come in. These knights, clad in courage and a touch of madness, are tasked with reforming the right. It's a magical, mystical, and let's face it, downright dangerous ritual that ensures the demon invasion doesn't turn from a night of terror into a permanent vacation. So, while the rest of the province is huddled under their beds, the Elysian knights are out there chanting, spell-slinging, and doing whatever arcane shenanigans are necessary to keep the chaos at bay. It's like a supernatural pest control, and the stakes couldn't be higher. And that, my friends, is the right. A night of demons, bravery, and a whole lot of magic. Anything else you need, or shall I delve into the archives for more tantalizing tidbits? No further queries asked for. Continuing with... And so, after a considerable amount of hemming and hawing and other hesitation, the group decided to, hey, acquiesce to Yellow Baton's request in joining up with the Elysian Knights Society. This is also despite the fact that they have over six quadrillion quests and tasks to complete elsewhere in the world, including the Echo Province. But they were assured that utilizing the resources of the Elysian Knights Society, they would be able to more easily achieve those ends, including access to the library and the docuserve and the cafeteria. Oh, brother, this is gonna be fun. So they were going to make their way through the rest of this pocket dimension before it was pointed out by Macy, who the archives designate as, oh, shit, that they should use the tablet to get back to Vandalash's manor safely. And so they did. Now they find themselves in the foyer discussing dinner. You guys find yourselves at the dinner table. <laughs> Whoa, how did we get here? Oh my god. Every type of food that you guys could uh, want is here. Your favorite mm. foods. So if you go around, I'm going to ask you what your favorite foods are, just so we know what you'd be eating. So I'll start with you, Gil. What, uh, what's your favorite food, and uh, is that what you're eating? Uh, when I do eat food, uh, I go for a lot of sweets. Um I just like the flavor, but uh, my Aunt Deidre always made this rhubarb pie that slapped. So this, the a concoction that's very, very similar to your aunt's rhubarb pie, it would be like if she trained a very capable understudy. It's not exactly there, but it's close enough that it doesn't ruffle your, your horse hairs there. So it's really good. <laughs> horse hairs. You just called me a centaur. Oh! <gasps> No, I called you a horse. Hey! <laughs> 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 um, there's, there's a... Got it. There's a horse in this house? <laughs> horse in this house? There's yeah. a horse in this house? Oh my house. goodness. Get out of my uh, horse house! What is your favorite meal? Um, it's just basically an assortment of cheeses, nuts, and berries, and then a big goblet of wine. 
It's a charcuterie with uh, with some wine. Yeah, very heavy low, on yeah, the heavy. wine. Oh, my memory. Oh god. Uh, can what? Uh, what's your favorite food? I like a big piece of crusty toast with some kind of mashed berries on top, I'm sorry a little cream, and sprinkled in sugar. And I also like exotic nuts. All right, so that's what you have before you, the bounty to behold. And, and Fee uh, and I can trade some nuts if we... Hell yeah. <laughs> want to. <laughs> and then uh, we'll pocket some keepers. Vandalash slaps your hand. No tradesies! <laughs> <laughs> this is specifically tailored to the experience. I didn't think that's part of my favorite. So <laughs> and uh, Nez, what's your favorite food? Uh, Nez goes for veggies uh, and some fruits. Really likes bread. Uh, so he, he really, really loves like just seeing different types of potatoes and how they're prepared and any, any sort of potato dish is what Nez is after. Gotcha. The, uh, the Glimmer Knight is also tucking in. You see that Woat is eating a bowl of what appears to be bugs. Um, (laughs) (laughs) and, uh, and, uh, you notice that, uh, Loom is, is, uh, Simply choosing to drink beer at the t- at this moment, um, but uh, you know he's looking around appreciatively at the rest of the food. The Glimmer Knight is tucking into like a plate of just boiled eggs. He's got boiled eggs on a plate. He's <laughs> boiling with his fork, and he's just so. Uh, yeah, so uh, you guys said you're from Argaria. What uh, what brings you around these parts then? Uh, we had a bit of a whoopsie daisy. Mostly happenstance. Yeah. General adventure. <laughs> Hijinks. Serendipity? Uh, Getting lost? We got lost. We <laughs> fell noodles. into multiple portals. Cotty Wumple. Ended up here, so. I see, yeah. Well, you know, sometimes that's the way of it. I myself have, haven't been here overly long. Maybe like nine or ten years myself, but... Yeah, you know, I've you know I've been you know bouncing around these parts for a bit, and I sometimes you miss miss the creature comforts of home, I suppose. So getting a meal like this, woo, this is a good one. These are some well well made hard boiled eggs. <laughs> <laughs> they boiled them hard, all right. <laughs> are they chicken all eggs? They, did. they they don't look like chicken eggs. Okay, they're elephant <laughs> Does eggs. Does Jennifer look uncomfortable? Yeah, <laughs> Jennifer, Jennifer is not there. Vandalash is That's there. That's true. Sorry. They're sent. Vandalash. Hey, does Vandalash <laughs> look uncomfortable? No, Vandalash looks perfectly uh, nonplussed. Yes, nonplussed. Nonplucked. So it sounds like uh, uh, Yellow Baton there. She uh, she introduced y'all to the idea of joining up with us, being squires. Wait a sec. For my own clarification, is her name Yellow Baton? No, it's <laughs> Yellow Baton, like Y E L E B Y T A A N. I was just thinking of going to say it like Yellow Baton. Yellow Baton. See the difference. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, some of these names around these parts are kind of weird, I suppose. I myself, my name is uh, Humphrey. Humphrey. Hmm. I like yep. how you well, said. Well, well met, Humphrey. Yeah, yeah. Well, Matt, you have the uh, pleasure of Humphrey Eck Milliardia. Do the Humphrey dance. <laughs> Is that a name common to the Three Bridges area? 
Uh, well, I suppose it would be. It's been there for a time. Um, you know, I, I have the, the uh, long lineage of being a former lord of, uh, of that area. And uh, Echmiliardia is a, uh, is a namesake of that region for now probably five, six hundred years, which is a long stretch of time for humans, I think. I don't hang out with a lot of humans, actually. How long do you live for? Oh, like 80, 90 years sometimes. Unless you get a bit of magic in you, then, you know, it brings that up a bit. So you're nearing the end of your life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you, you know, you could say I wanted to spend my twilight years in a sense of adventure. So, uh, you know, once my children were grown and could take over for me, me and Ignatius, we just left out and and hit it up on the trail, see what adventure we could find. And we found quite a bit of adventure. You know, I have no idea, actually, how long of a lifespan I even have, you know? Uh, you I, don't even know? I don't. I've got some weird parents, some weird blood. Uh Huh. There, there, there ain't a lot of me. If you get my drift, floating around unique, out of there. limited yeah. edition, I think one of a kind. Call. I've been told. <laughs> I just figured I'd be dead soon. <laughs> I don't think halflings have it long, honestly. There's a lot of natural predators for them. Well, that's but good also that I, I, can, I thought maybe because halfling, maybe like half life. I don't know. <laughs> it made sense. Yeah. Better live it up while you can. That's well. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mouthful of berries. <laughs> but yeah, so what was the what was the defining feature that had you guys all interested in uh, joining up with our ranks? I was forced into it. Uh, oh. Having no other options. As a criminal, <laughs> I need to pay off my debt. I was oh, y'all are criminals. Certainly. On accident. <laughs> I was enchanted by the princess. I see. All right. Well, you know, I, I think, a, a, you know, a person's past is uh, best left in the past, so I don't hold any ill will, but I'll probably be a unique specimen among my, my fellow Elysian knights. But, uh, you know... That's, you know, it's neither here nor there. If you're working to pay off your debts, that's all that matters. So, do you like doing the night stuff? Are you into this job? Uh, you know, it's it's fun. I didn't, you know, I just kind of bumbled into it. And, uh, you know, it's, I stuck around for, about, you know, maybe like five years or so. Uh, and I, you know, it's not too bad. I like the perks. I like the, the, uh, the ability to, you know, kind of sate my thirst for adventure by going on these you know different different quests if you call them that and just being able to you know make a difference which i wasn't able to do much of beforehand just sitting rotting away in my manor uh surrounded by all my kids and now that they're like i said now that they're grown they don't need their pappy anymore so i you know struck it out and decided to make my own adventure well, yeah, I'd say overall I enjoy it. Sometimes you witness things that ain't that uh, ain't that nice to see, but hopefully you can, you know, make a difference in that moment and stop some of those uh, not so good stuff from happening. So yeah, any questions you guys might have, you know, I you know I don't mind sharing a bit of my knowledge as a newbie myself. I'd say I was 
I wasn't always the newest, but I'd say I'm the freshest set to the uh, to the nights after some uh, unfortunate retirements and uh, deaths. But we won't get into all of that. When you joined up, uh, where did your friend Ignatius go? Oh, Ignatius is still around. He's, uh, you know, I, he's still here in this uh, in this house somewhere. Ignatius, Ignatius, and then. Bounding down the stairs, you guys see this large white dog come just Aww. barreling down. It's mm-hmm. shaggy fur, and just <laughs> Ignatius, you getting enough to eat up there, buddy? It just <laughs> yeah, he's fine. This is Ignatius, my well, constant companion and best friend. What a fun coincidence! We have an oh. all white cat. Speaking of really, that, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get Crumb back here. Hold on a sec. <laughs> Continue. So you're going to start summoning Crumb? Yeah. Okay. So that will take an hour. Man, that is going to put the bummer on Diener. Crumb is fun. (laughs) You have fun with Crumb. All right. Well, tell him I'm sorry for killing him, probably. What a Crumb bum. You don't have to apologize for something that's probably going to happen again. (laughs) (laughs) What if I apologize in advance? I mean, isn't it courteous or whatever? That sounds polite. All right. Are you friends with any of the other knights? Well, I get, you know, I get along well enough with most of them. I would say that uh, of them all, I'd say the person I enjoy hanging out with the most would be uh, Somi. Uh, you know, that would be uh, the uh, the Miss Knight to y'all. Um, you know, we work green collar. Uh, birdie sort. Uh, I'd say the person that I probably bump heads with the most would be Beldir, um, the Shade Knight. Just not my. We we got two different styles of leadership, I would say, and the, those being he thinks he's the leader, and and I don't agree with that. And he's Wait, the one with the meet? black collar, right? Yes, that's be the Shade Knight. And what if about you guys are familiar with with them? You met some of the others. We definitely encountered the Mist tonight, and uh, was it the Shade Knight that was the other one? The Shade Knight and the Steam Knight. Oh, okay, well, oh, you guys have Mist now Knight? met the whole Who's crew. Who's the Mist Knight, then? Is that a thing? Am I imagining Mist Knight? Is that the same thing as Steam Knight? No, it was all three of them. No. Okay. Yeah, Mist Knight is Somi. That's what I just said. All right, all right, all right. Cool. <clears throat> So you, you guys met the whole crew. That's a, a fortuitous. That's interesting. I'd rather not meet those ones again. Uh, well, I mean, you stay on the right side of the law, they say, and, and you won't have to, probably. Except in, like, parades and, like, events and festivals and the like. They seemed pretty cool. Like, what? we just had a, a bad whoopsie-daisy, and... Would you say that they're prone to holding grudges? No, I think it's kind of outside the nature of a of an Elysian knight to hold a grudge. I mean, you can't be super effective at your job if you're worried about, you know, bias. But of them all, I'd say if anybody's going to hold a grudge, it's definitely going to be Beldir, for sure. He's uh, uh, he just, he just got, a, he got an ornery streak to him, I'd say. Would you say that he likes deploying the Justicars? Oh, I don't think anybody likes deploying the Justicars. Gives us a just a miserable sensation when they uh, when they show up. I'd say steer clear of 
and adjust a car if you can, because if you see an adjust a car, it's probably the last thing you're about to see. Why, Why would the, do you use them? They are, uh, well, we don't typically use them. We're just, they come along. They're, they're, they're a charge of the, the Yule Yak there up in, the, in, 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 uh, D, uh, Dragon Water. So while the Elysian Knights aren't commanding these guys, they are, they're kind of their own little thing. They only listen, their only orders come from the, uh, the Yulyak himself, and I guess by proxy, uh, Yellow Baton, since she is the Yulyak's daughter. Mm. Ah. So they won't go after us. I'm saying out of character, sorry. <laughs> Not in character. So you're saying there's a chance. Right, there's a chance. Because I kept thinking that this whole time. I'm like, um, are they just going to insta-kill us? Yeah. we're right there. Yeah, robot. Killer yeah. robots just going to be like, mm, exterminate. <laughs> Where's warlock? Right here. <laughs> <laughs> exterminate. So, Mega dead. Well, they're not after us for being warlocks. That's the Inquisition. Oh, yeah. yeah I'm getting it confused. You're wanted I by several the people. was too, though. <laughs> no, Justicars are just like they're justice machines. They're they're oh. like sentient guillotines. Right. Fine. <laughs> but can't uh, they, like, whatever, sense <laughs> all that shit? I was, yeah, they sense guilt. <laughs> <laughs> why does... So why would a Justicar need to be around? Or like, what scenarios... If they show up, the Yulyak likely administered them to uh, take care of something that uh, that needed be taken care of. Uh, typically, an execution of some kind, depending on which one you see, though, because there's the there's the Justicar Prime and there's the Justicar Lesser, and uh, they have two very drastic and different uh, implementations of what they do. Oh, we saw a big guy. Him? How do you, how do you, what? How do you kill them? Well, that'd be an that's an excellent question. I don't know that you can kill them. They've been around longer than I've been a part of this. I think they're baked in the foundation of the governance of the Echo Province. They've been around a long time. So if you can kill them, I don't know what that would be. Though I feel like I shouldn't even be talking about that. I might end up on a list. Ah, we're just, just a joking. car list. <laughs> yeah, everybody turn your phones off. Do they save? Do they save? Just a cars for like big deals. Like if there's somebody that is like an enemy to the world, we're going to bring bring a just a car or just a small potatoes nobody prince that didn't have anything evil going on or anything. Well, that's a good question. I would say that if the just a car is showing up in a place, that person is uh, they they done something in order to. You know, sort of. <laughs> it, it's it's bad. Whoever they're coming after probably deserves it. Though I don't know how strong these Justicars are. If it was say like some sort of evil demon crawling through the place, I don't know if that would be an effective use of their time. But uh, yeah, I think you know I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pretend to know the the mind of the Yule Yuck, but. If they're administered, it's important. A person's probably powerful and dangerous. I look at Fee <laughs> while chewing on some rhubarb pie. <laughs> mm. What? <laughs> no, nothing. So definitely uh, a big deal. Uh, not not something like, say, a robbery or anything like that. Like high no, stakes. It's, 
Yeah, it's typically something that perhaps the knights themselves would not be able to take care of. Um, you know, because typically if we're, you know, say in this instance that you're talking about, it seems like a very detailed question line of the Justicars and their nature. If there are, if I'm following the right path here, if if the Legion Knights are there and the Justicar, probably means that it's a big, big deal. Because normally if there's a person of interest or, a uh, you know, an escapee or something like that, some sort of criminal that it requires the Legion Knights, um, you know, they can bring them in. It's not the Legion Knights job to, you know, to execute. That's what Justicar's for. I see. And if you don't mind me asking, uh, where did your orders and the Ash Knight's orders come from uh, to re- retrieve these tablets? Well, see, that's a that's a bit more of a, a complicated issue because we were sent here to assist one uh, Vandalash here. Maybe Vandalash could give you a bit more information about that than I can. I just went where I was told, but it was a order from right up at the top with the Yule Yak. And then Vandalash nods. I put out a, a request to... Uh, the Yule Yak to, uh, you know, uh, strong adventurers, someone who could handle it. I originally thought that perhaps a smaller group, perhaps a less powerful group, could take care of it. Um, and after several, several attempts of, uh, of uh, people not returning, then I reached out to the Yule Yak, and he sent his knights. And then it turned out that it did require someone with a bit less power than the Elysian Knights. I guess you never know until the right group goes in. And how how long ago did you go missing? You talking to me? Y- yes, Humphrey. Well, I mean, I, I guess I don't really know, but after talking to Vandalash out here, I was in there for, you know, maybe a week before I stumbled out again, though it seemed a lot longer to me. Is there a certain time frame that, say... A protocol that uh, there would be some sort of search and rescue for a well, missing knight. I would say, yeah, but no one really knew my whereabouts. I think that if things, you know, got a little bit too hairy, I think hopefully Vandalash would have let our Yule Yak know because we can't really be losing knights with the way that we've been losing them. The rate in the last More few like years. More like knights. <laughs> hey. Pretty high turnover rate, yeah. Yeah, but not for, not you know, not by uh, the choice of the people involved. It's either retirement because they get too old and aren't able to do it, or death. That's typically how, how most people turn over in their graves. I suppose I'm just saying, it. so it's not unusual uh, that somebody wasn't sent to uh, look for and retrieve you? No, especially based on our manpower at the moment. If they're otherwise occupied... It tends to be a case where we can communicate with one another pretty well, and if something's up, we can usually send out a sort of distress call, if you will. Uh, I didn't see that what I was dealing with was uh, outside of my, the realm of my possibility. However, uh, I got pretty turned around in there. Um, the place I was in, it was all frozen over. I was too busy trying to get myself unlodged from that ice. I'm just saying, you know, there seems to be a pattern as of late, um, as far as the knights, you know, 
well, their number's dwindling. And you know what they say, you know, one is, you know, an occurrence, two is coincidence, but three is a data point. Mm. I guess, Aiden, you know, you, you might be onto something there, and I've suspected for quite some time that maybe there's something going on, but... That is in part and parcel why we're trying to bolster our numbers. Because, uh, you know, if I had a, a, a stout team of squires with me, I think I probably would have uh, been a little bit better off. But I've only got three right now, and I think Yellow Baton's got even less. So you're hiring, is what they're saying. You're hiring yeah. squires. I think we've got, I think every squad's got a, got some openings on there. So you guys joining up, I think, would be, a, you know, a good a good thing, I think, uh, to be helping helping out the the knights to achieve what they need to achieve in order to keep people safe, especially with the the riot coming up, because <clears throat> that stuff that can be a miserable experience without uh, you know a, a bandy group behind you watching your back. Well, what do you look for in the squire? Well, me, uh, you know, it's not really up to me. The society kind of deems who's most appropriate for which group, but. I like a I like a hardworking squire, but one who also knows when it's okay to take a break. All right, all yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that. So some, someone I can trust to watch my back, really, because I mean, what else is there to it? Because I can handle a lot of issues. Hell, I can do most of the the squire tasks myself, and tend to, you know, just to throw my own weight behind things. But when push comes to shove, if you ain't got somebody you trust watching your back, I mean then you may as well not have a squire at all. So we don't have a say in where we are assigned? There'll be a, a metric test in order to figure out where you're most evenly placed. And I will be honest, you might not all get placed with the same knight, so just be prepared for that eventuality. Though if you separate? work well together in a team, you might still be given preference in that regard. I don't know what sort of deal you struck with uh, Yelly, but uh, you know maybe that's a possibility. Not a good one. Mm-mm. Does she like to go by Yelly? You know, I don't know, but I call her that anyway. Do it. Do it. Call her Yelly. <laughs> Immediately. <laughs> Gil pa- pulls out a notepad he's never pulled out before. And <laughs> something down. It's literally like the, the yellow with like the flip book. Yeah, you have to pass through multiple pages oh, of fuck. crayon it's, hearts. It's Steve's notebook from Blue's Clues. You think yeah. Gil is drawing hearts? It's your love book. Well, yeah, anything else you guys would like to know? Do you, do you or the Ash Knight fear corruption within the ranks of the Knights? Now we're a pretty t- tight-knit group. I'd be pretty surprised if anybody was corrupt. Uh, it's You know, we have to take our our vow and uh that kind of keeps us from uh you know mucking about a bit it's a pretty it's pretty ironclad if you have squires but open night slots why don't you have more knights uh well, th- a- what, what does it take to become a knight well first and foremost you got to be sort of sponsored by one of the other elysian knights ideally in a unanimous decision and then you begin a trial process in order to uh, to uh, get to that point. You can't just, you know, get appointed and then just go for it. You got to pass a trial. I'm sponsored by the subway night. That's probably why you don't have any new recruits. <laughs> Too Pro- lengthy of a process. That could be, you know, and, at you know, in a few months' time, maybe a few weeks' time, I'm not sure, I got turned around, there's going to be a, 
a, uh, a sort of competition for anybody who's actually interested in, in uh, joining up and seeing if they can pass a trial. Well, I feel like we need to hype people up when that happens because we're very close to that Harvest Apocalypse bullshit. Yeah, well, I think uh, I think you might be onto something there. Hopefully we can get somebody in but to help. But first suggestion as a good squire would be to uh, not tell the potential recruits about the oncoming apocalypse. Why is that? Because it would dissuade them from joining, knowing that they're going into the belly of the beast, as it were. Well, I think most people around here, you guys wouldn't probably know as well, because you're, you know, you're from Argaria, but uh, I think most people around here know about it. It happens every year, and everybody knows that that's one of the chief duties of the Elysian Knights. So then we need to hype up all of the cool benefits and perks that come with being a knight. And make you it know, seem really cool. I, you need a PR guy, you know? Yeah, you know what? That's, you know, that's probably something. Yeah, I think word of mouth is not the best method for some, you know, a prestigious uh, position such as this. I think you're on to something. Lifetime supply of Gardettos. <laughs> Sign up now. The Rye Crisps, specifically. See, okay. I like the Rye Crisps, but when you get them alone, it doesn't have, like, the saltiness and the... Tech mm. And like the taste of all yeah, the yeah, because it's on like it. acclimated they your have whole to be tongue. Out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yep. Little goes a long way. Yep, a little dab will do you. <laughs> Nez is snacking on Gardettos right now. <laughs> 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 With this dragon teeth. I was gonna say, it was just imagining a beak and a handful of Gardetto rye trips chips. <laughs> <laughs> just fucking crumbs everywhere. Yeah. yeah, like a fucking wood chipper. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, so what does it take to become a knight? <laughs> well, there's two processes. You can become a squire and become, you, you know, and raise up to the trial that way, which is the easiest way. Or you can try to win this competition and then you get a fast track to the trial. Though your leg up is really being a squire because you get a lot of training beforehand that'll help you in the trial. Can you do both? Oh, yeah, you can do both then. Yeah, and a lot of the people in the competition are already going to be squires or former squires of some capacity or maybe the you know the 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 child of a squire it you know it really depends but uh anybody can join the competition and i think merit will you know and in, in, in your winnings will be a good indicator of if you're fit for duty speaking of winnings uh gill <laughs> uh hands covered in pie like sticky as all hell <laughs> has been uh divvying up the coin from the 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 treasure box <laughs> so everyone has their uh divvied up amounts and uh we discussed what it was divided up so um you just have a bunch of sticky money now <laughs> nice uh so do we have to like fight how does this tourney work man well, the tournament is uh, multi-round. Uh, people join that. There, there's uh, there is some, you know, one-on-one -on -one competition. There's team competition, and then there's a lot of uh, sort of environmental competition, uh, trying to survive against you know the elements and obstacles and some monsters that are released into the uh, into the competition. It's a full gamut of different things and skills. Hell, at one point, I remember there was a cooking competition. 
Holy shit. <laughs> you guys. <laughs> you guys. I see you guys cook all the time. Like you need to <laughs> eat to survive or something. We could probably win that at the least. Wait, do you want to be an Elysian Knight? I, don't I mean, if we have to work for them, why not set your sights high, you know? I, I mean, that's, that just seems kind of committed, Gil. Yeah, but yeah, they have to be there a lot. Two months. But they get to go everywhere, and they get to do whatever they want, basically. That's I mean, what we get to do. That's, is, is that true? <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> I, am, I am speaking about as a pirate, so I guess I don't know. Humphrey, is that true? You can do whatever you want as an Elysian Knight? I thought you have to be, like, kind of together sometimes a lot or something. Well, it depends on where your, you know, where your orders take you, which, where your mission's going, but when there's downtime, yeah, you're pretty much free to do whatever you want as long as you answer to the beck and call when you are summoned. Like, myself, I tend to enjoy a lot of leisure time. I enjoy leisure time quite a bit, in fact, and, uh... I probably wouldn't even be uh, an Elysian Knight if I didn't have time to myself pretty frequently. What do you I, like to do in your leisure? I do a lot of, you know, meandering, going about doing my own research projects. I like to read. I like to eat food. I'm, a, you know, I'm a bit of a gourmand in a sense, a foodie, if you will. I like to try out. There's so many restaurants in Dragonwater to the point that I've been there for several years now, and I have still not even scratched the surface of all the restaurants there. So we're all trying to like work as under Humphrey, right? <laughs> we're yeah, trying, we're yep. trying to <laughs> affirm. I mean, except Gil. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... Gil's trying to simp. Gil... (laughs) He's trying to be underneath the yellow. (laughs) The only thing stronger than Gil's, like, want to bang is his want to have it easy (laughs) and not have to work hard. So, I mean, he would be more swayed towards Humphrey's, like, casual, laid-back style. Guys, I want to be free and be able to go anywhere I want and do anything I want. Let's join the military. (laughs) (laughs) What can I say, man? I am a sucker for titles. (laughs) And it'd just be badass to be like, I'm the Doom Knight when I go up to stab somebody or something. That's all you had to say. I'm sold. Yeah, you get to choose your name. No, there's uh, there's specific assignments for uh, the the different knights. So, oh, uh, more shit! <laughs> no, fucking god! Knight. I didn't want to be the pickle knight. <laughs> You're, but you are. You're the pickle knight. That's uh, how it so, works. As I've as I mentioned, I'm the glimmer knight, and you know that Yelly is the ash knight. And you've met the shade, the steam, and the mist knights. But the open positions are the smoke knight, the haze knight, the dust knight, the rot knight, and the ozine knight. Ooh. Awesome. Ooh, Those I want, all I want sound badass. Yeah. <laughs> Each the with their own <laughs> colors. Oh, tell me the colors, man. See, this is awesome. <laughs> well, I've got the white. I've got the white collar. You saw that uh, Yelly has the red collar, and then you seen the black, the blue, and the green on the on the shade, the steam, and the mist. Uh, but the smoke knight is uh, like a silver and gray. The haze knight's orange. The dust knight is yellow, and the rot knight is brown. Dibs on dust. <laughs> I want to be a fucking Power Ranger. <laughs> <laughs> that is so cool. See if the military, you know, posed it like that. Like you get to be a Power Ranger. Yeah. <laughs> they might have more people yeah. join up. Here's your Zord. Yeah. Like, Their commercials fuck. are just like those get like heavy guitar songs. Like 
Yeah, Three always. Doors Down. Yeah, yeah. Well, God Smack. Or just whatever was in Power Rangers. And if instead of oh, like... Yeah, yeah, like instead of have not go seen a, an army recruitment video? <laughs> and instead of like stars and chevrons on your fucking jacket, you get like a fucking tiger. <laughs> you can yeah. be a tiger general. If like, you give what? me, if you <laughs> give me a fucking Bulbasaur pin, <laughs> I'll join your fucking cause. Aim me at the terrorist, friend. Aim me at the terrorist. I'm fucking in, dude. Oh, oh god, man. <laughs> Side note: the fucking first Power Rangers movie that soundtrack slaps. I recall none of it. Has they might be giants. Hmm. And Van Halen. Hmm. They were all over the place. They Technically were. Van Hagar, yeah. but yeah. Anyway. Well, yeah, well, we can go over this in detail later. You'll have plenty of time once we get on the airship, but I think probably best to all get our get ourselves some rest. An airship? Yeah, I'm feeling kind of pooped. It's, it's time to face whatever I had before. We haven't been on an airship yet, right? I don't think so. Like, the closest we've gotten I mean, is... I technically have, according to memories. I've oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. From your fucking metal past mm-hmm. when you were evil yeah or your collective past because apparently you're a clone yeah i don't know Gil was on an well, airship cruise but not a like a <laughs> we did see the uh airship that the elysian knights were in in the mushroom village of anoka that was quite big it's true i'm very excited to be on an airship hmm. i don't know I, I i've <laughs> It feels weird. I mean, I I didn't vibe with it when I got on one. I was on a party cruise, and <laughs> it went around the country a little bit, but it doesn't have the the sway that uh, like a sea ship does. There's something about being lulled on the ocean that feels so much better to me than being in the sky. But Well, you get used to it after a time. It's, uh, you know... I, as I've always said, it's the only way to travel. Airship or bust, as far as I'm concerned. I it, never want to get back on a regular ship again. It is really fast. It's fast and everybody's look like something smaller than ants up there. Because they're tiny. <laughs> so tiny. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to you know excuse myself to bed. And he gets up. It's good to meet you guys. Hope to work with you in the future. Likewise. Yeah. Good to nice meet, to meet you, you, Humphrey. Ignatius. <laughs> <laughs> the dog comes following after him. Um, quick before we go to bed, uh, I was I was curious. Um, can we get a running list of all the shit we have to do after being squires now? So. We could do some. On my list, I have volcanic ridge. Did we need to go there for a reason? That uh, isn't that where the prince was supposed to go? No, we already did the, that. The volcanic ridge is where Can was directed. Oh yeah, I guess that's still on my list. Okay, and also uh, we should retrieve Can's totem. That's on my list, right? I feel like yeah, we, that's yeah. a good one. Are you I feel like, like okay, we are Ken? nowhere near. Where that could be, right? Yeah. <laughs> we are way off the reservation. Uh, the people We're on the boat. Talking future. The people on the boat wanted to see Shield Seeker. Ugh. I don't know. Oh yeah, the refugees Wait. from the other ship that exploded. 
Yeah. Wait, do we care about them? I, I don't know. Yeah, they seemed cool. They could be part of okay. the bird staff. If we get a ship, guys, then we're going to need a crew to do the rest of the ship. Bullshit <laughs> on the bottom of it. How so, much does a ship cost? Uh, I don't know. I don't know market <laughs> cost of ship. I've only acquired it through nefarious means. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a lot if we're buying it legit, which being a knight... Might help with that. But either way, we can do some of this at the same time. Like, if we're going to Dragonwater, there's a lot of resources and uh, information we could gather there. Mm -hmm. And I'm assuming if we get the cool night, then they might allow us to move around and do other stuff and shit. So, would would this buy a ship? And Nez holds up his coins from the his share of the treasure. Oh, no, that, that we need more than that, probably, I would guess. Unless we're buying, like, a, a nice, like, go-around-the-river boat. <laughs> a schooner is a boat, you moron. <laughs> Get the little dinghy. Quit playing with your dinghy. But it starts somewhere. Maybe we invest. Like, at the nice gambling Place, so, for instance. So do we have like Here it's a good time to get into Bitcoin. Do we have immediate <laughs> concerns of places to go? Uh Kane's grandparents disappeared. Yeah, that was traumatic. Is <laughs> that on, not on my list? Uh, that's the that's the volcanic is ridge, chaos. isn't it? Oh yeah, that's probably it. Yep. There's that uh one evil halfling guy that Fee knows. I don't know if that's like on a to-do list. But we also wanted to uh, clean the water we're supposed in Skullport. We're supposed to be on the lookout yeah. for uh, a half-gin daughter. Yeah, genie person on the loose still. We made a deal with a like a water genie. We have to travel to the southernmost part of the world uh, to look for the temple to return that bird staff. Mm-hmm. That's on my list, the bird staff. Who is that for? Uh, the deity, the bird deity. Holy shit. That we met, it was uh, It was the same day that we met the djinn, or the genie. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. What a weird day. <laughs> oh, so we have a lot. And I need to go to a desert, somewhere windy. What? Don't you have to go through some... Some other places. Ritual, like, tonight. Yeah, yeah, I should probably do that. I think I'm stalling. All right. And I need to go to the arena in another place, and I need to kill my best friend. Hmm. <laughs> and he looks off into the distance into his memories. <laughs> the telenovela music starts playing. <laughs> and I want to see the sky, so whatever we can get to Aww. that. Oh, we can check that off super quick. Yeah, that'll be quick. Okay, well... Okay, then I need to come up with another goal, I think. We're not only going to see the sky, we're going to be in the sky, Woat. Whoa, I don't know if I can handle that right off the gate. Well, we'll start small. We'll go outside after this, and then you can check out the sky a little bit. Yeah, it'll be okay. Okay. Don't let me me fall into the sky, guys. Uh, oh, okay. he doesn't know how the sky works. <laughs> All right, well, we walk outside and everything is gets so good. <laughs> he was wrong. Oh, shit, how do you know? <laughs> 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 Fucking, 
Wotes that kid from the Twilight Zone. Wotes that kid from the Twilight Zone. <laughs> okay. Oh, um, is Crumb back? Uh, yeah, just as you guys finish up. <laughs> Yay, I'm back, bitches. <laughs> Guilt chokes up by. <laughs> Welcome We're back, We're trying Crumb. to go to bed. Yeah, yeah we're going to go to bed now that Crumb's back. Couldn't sleep without him. Yeah. Slumber party. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm sorry it's taken so long. Things have got crazy. We were in this other plane trying to rescue people. We're about to be squires for Elysian Nights. It's a whole thing. Oh, oh, we're going to be squires. We're going to be right. squires. I am practiced and trained in the art of helping be whatever a squire does. To be fair, I don't know if I like it yet, but... Yeah, I hate it too. <laughs> this sounds stupid. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we'll just be feeling that out. Just I better stay not right see where any you are. around here. <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna hurt him. I'm gonna hurt him <laughs> so bad. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, let's Do go it. to bed. I'm about to face my memories. So uh, <laughs> yeah, have a and good night, everybody. Guys, do the rest of you guys go to bed? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah let's that turn seems in. like a good time to get a rest. Yeah. Do we get a long rest? Uh, maybe. We'll see. Oh. Um, so four hours into your rest, Fee, you are awakened by a knock on the door and the firing of a tiny arrow as uh, as Crom tried to defend you from a, a an intruder that he believed was an intruder, but turns out to just be Vandalash. Oh, sorry, Crom, I forgot to tell you. Yeah, you forgot to tell me a lot of things! <laughs> uh. Uh, okay, sorry, Vandalash. You're the, the warning shot, you lucky bird lady. <laughs> uh, okay, I think I'm ready. Uh, okay, well, um, and you notice that there's this giant orb floating behind uh, Vandalash as, as Vandalash enters the room, and it kind of floats toward you. All right, when, when it approaches, I want you to put both hands on this orb and uh, br- brace yourself. It shouldn't hurt. There won't be any exploding or anything like that. Um, but it will. Uh, it might be uncomfortable. Uh, okay. Um, and yeah, I'll make sure to do that. Okay, so you put your hands on, and instantly, Fee, you feel like your body has been separated in two by a bolt of lightning and this incredible pain fills your body. The rest of you guys are woken up four hours into your sleep at the sound (laughs) of screaming and an explosion. And that's where we're going to end for the night. Explosion. This is this is what's not gonna happen. <laughs> what a, all Aww. of that happens. What a fucking lion cluck. <laughs> <laughs> you cluck and cluck? How you do this to me? I'm gonna clock your clucker. God damn it. Alright, is everybody ready? Y'all. One, two, three, vote! Oh, yeah. We did it. Oh, oh shit. shit. We, we, did it. Uh, we did it. It's a full house, ladies and gentlemen. We've got one vote for Nez, one vote for Gil, one vote for Fee, and one vote for Can. Nez, why did you vote for Gil? Uh, I'm just a sucker for Horny Gil. Uh, <laughs> Horny Gil trying to get with the Ash Knight was hilarious. Uh, and he had some good questions at dinner. Thanks, man. Excellent. Horny 
Inquisitive Gil. Horny, uh, <laughs> horny and hungry. Uh, uh, Gil, why'd you vote for Can? Horny for knowledge. Um, <laughs> uh, I really liked, which unfortunately you can't hear, but I really liked how uh, Can was intervening and defending themselves on why they didn't want to get in cahoots with the knight. And Can was the one to stop Gil from actually making the deal without their uh, consent. So <laughs> I appreciate that from a you know just human decency <laughs> angle there <laughs> excellent uh fee why'd you vote for nez um also i don't i don't think we did this in this one so you might not hear this reasoning either but uh nez was being a rock star identifying like all our extra shit we have a bag of holding now we have um is it a war club yeah great club yeah and club yeah, he, three. he was just identifying the shit out of stuff. And I appreciate having a learned, like, helpful person. He in does our the group. clerical work. He does the fantastic stuff. <laughs> he would be a good pen pusher, honestly. <laughs> He's going to. I love, love that we keep pushing different office supplies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That motherfucker knows how to move a stapler. Yeah, yeah. it's just the same stapler. stapler it's basically just your guys' Xerox machine yeah. at this point. <laughs> <laughs> We have something to identify. I'll give it to the tree. <laughs> <laughs> the lizard tree. You know what I'm talking about. You know him. Um, and uh, Can, why did you vote for Fee? I voted for Fee because she was a, a pretty good homie backing me up and objecting oh, yeah. to blindly agreeing to working with the Elysian Knights. And because she is continuing her quest to learn about her past. Excellent. Find your well, that player. means tonight's MVPCs are Nezra Kaziel, Gildebrand Milani, Ophelia Raimidori, and Kanaganga. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. Suck on you fucking dicks, and uh, put it in your bag of tricks. Mm. Dicks. Oh, I thought we got a bag of holding. Will do. <laughs> bag of tricks. It's a, it's a bag of holding and tricks. It's just tricks cereal. <laughs> 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 yummy, yummy tricks cereal. Mm. Silly rabbit. Uh, <laughs> all right. That is it for tonight, folks. Thanks for listening. Thanks to Adrian Von Ziegler for that beautiful background music. If you're liking what you're hearing, if what we're doling out is uh, delectable for your decibels, go ahead and head over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts and consider leaving us a rating. Five stars is always appreciated. But while you're there, fuck. Give us a review. Uh, any review <laughs> you leave, we will read on the podcast. Also, for that little extra special something, head over to patreon.com slash d20 underscore syndicate and check out the tiers available, including things like, at the highest level, designing an NPC like Bear did in Macy. Yeah, so you can design an NPC that will interact with the players in some capacity. I think this is the longest interaction that a uh, a, a patron designed NPC has has uh, had with you guys. But hey, you know what? That's just sometimes that's how it happens. Sometimes it's a high in the hallway. Other times it's an entire arc. Also, we've got a Discord, and it is free. That's right, it is free. And the link is in the episode description. Come hang out with us in the Discord. We've also, in the episode description, got a link to our TeePublic page. And you can go there and you can buy some sweet fucking items and merch with uh, the D20 Syndicate logo and other specialty designs. 
other than that, that is it for tonight, folks. Thanks for listening. See you in two weeks. I'm your host and DM, Seth, and this is the D20 Syndicate Podcast, where we go on adventures so you don't have to. Bye! Bye. Happy Thanksgiving!